Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today I'm going to have a chat about why recovery hasn't worked for you yet. Emphasis on yet. There are many, many reasons for this, but if you have no other medical issue and you've been cleared by your doctor as like no crazy test results or anything like that, then it's not because it's impossible or that you are going to be stuck like this forever. That's never the reason as to why you haven't recovered yet. But unfortunately, as soon as recovery takes longer than you anticipated or perhaps you've tried something that doesn't work or maybe even you've tried multiple things that haven't worked, you start to build evidence for this belief of I'm just never going to get better, there must be something wrong with me, etc, etc. Not true. We just need to reevaluate the plan of action and also learn from previous things you've done like rather than feeling resentful about about them, kind of take things from them. Rather than looking at them as failures, look at them as lessons. Why hasn't it worked? What was missing? So I'm going to go through a kind of bullet point list today as to like possible reasons you're not recovering yet and why. The most common ones I see anyway. So firstly, and I'm doing this one first because I think it's the most important You try things in the hope and anticipating that they are going to fix you, but not accepting or taking responsibility for the fact that you have to implement the things that you learn. For example, if you sign up to a program and you go through it, you learn a lot, you trail through the content with a fine tooth comb, you show up for your meetings, but you don't action any of the things that you learn, you don't ingrain them into your life, you don't put them into practice, then of course you won't see results. You can learn a lot about any topic, but if you just harbour that knowledge and you don't put it into practice, it's kind of useless. And this is something we see a lot um, in life, to be honest. Like how many people, like myself included, like we all know on paper what we need to do to live like a healthy lifestyle don't we we need to have a good diet we need to stay hydrated we need to do exercise we need to socialize etc but we don't always do it we don't always follow through another good example that I always use is if someone has the goal of losing weight usually they know what they need to do they need to sort their diet out and they need to exercise more and maybe learn to regulate their emotions etc like they have the knowledge you know what you need to do but doing it is the hard part. So this, just like in every other aspect of life in CFS recovery, this is where a lot of people trip up, I think. Another example I see it with is yoga. Like yoga on its own, if you have the mentality of I'm doing yoga so I can get it done and say I've done it, it's not going to have all the benefits of healing and re-regulating your nervous system, etc. Because you're not immersing yourself in it. You're just going through the motions without engaging and being present in it. Like doing yoga on its own, just for the sake of doing it, it's not the yoga that fixes you. It's just a great technique and tool that you can use to help you reconnect mind and body, be more present, respect your energy, etc. And if you can engage, rather than just go through the motions, then of course it will have all the benefits. So in other words, you could not be healing, 
because you're still expecting something externally to like magically fix you without you having to do the actual hard part of ingraining it into your life and changing your behaviors etc and this leaves you thinking well I've done x y and z and it still hasn't worked but really you haven't been doing it you've just been going through the motions and this leads me on to the next reason that you could not be recovering and that's because you have possibly signed up for a program or coach or course that is not what you need or generally just a bit rubbish now this really annoys me not you but when a when a business or a coach markets themselves really well but doesn't come through on the product itself and essentially doesn't provide the right support for the people who sign up. This sucks when you are a customer and it breaks my heart that there are things out there that do just wanna take your money and aren't actually passionate, committed, or sometimes even qualified to do what they claim to do. So I completely understand and empathize with why so many people have trust issues with starting new programs, And I'm not just talking about CFS either as well. Like it could be fitness, nutrition, um, relationship coaches, whatever it is. It's hard to be sure these days what you're looking at buying is actually going to help. So here are my tips for what to look out for when you're considering something. Because the flip side of this is that there are some amazing values-driven, passionate coaches out there and amazing programs that do change lives and do do exactly what they say on the tin. But, you know, knowing the difference and um, figuring that out is hard, isn't it? So when considering a program or a thing that you think may help you, try asking yourself these questions. So firstly, what are they promising you? If somebody is promising you something that sounds too good to be true, chances are it is. But it is all in the delivery. So for example, when I have people applying to my program, they often say, like, will this actually help me recover? Like, can you guarantee that I'll recover? And my response to that most of the time is, yes, it will help you recover. And yes, it is possible to achieve full recovery in 12 weeks, but... The results that you get are dependent on how much you commit, implement, and what happens in your life along the way, you know, because sometimes we have to navigate hard life events that come up. So I would never, ever say, yes, 100% guaranteed you will recover no matter what, because that would be a lie. I can give you everything you need to achieve that goal, but actually only you can do the work. Like I said in kind of point one, it's on how much you implement, right? And this is true again for fat loss, muscle building, business building, healing. Nobody can guarantee you a result because they do not know if you're going to come through on your part of the deal. So for me personally, it's a bit of a red flag when somebody says, um, yes, you just do the program and you'll be cured. Because I know that anything worth having in life requires effort on my behalf. Otherwise, it's not worth having. Anything that I am proud of, i.e. my recovery from CFS, 
becoming a yoga therapist, building my CFS coaching business, achieving fitness goals, all of those things that mean something to me have required hard work. I want to know when I'm buying something, I want to know that it's going to be a process and I'm going to have to put effort in because that's how I know that it will work and be sustainable. Stop looking for a quick fix. And if anyone is promising you a quick fix, then it's a lie. Another thing to ask yourself is, I mean, it sounds obvious, but what qualifications do they have? Or maybe even ask them that. Like, don't ask yourself that, ask them that. The term coach is not actually certified, as in anyone can call themselves a coach these days, which is why there are like 18-year-old relationship coaches on Instagram, etc. Like, anyone can just decide they're a coach. So ask yourself, why sorry, ask, ask the person, why do you call yourself coach? What, what qualifications and experience do you have? If you asked me that question, I would answer with, I'm a qualified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, and CBT certified, and have the experience of going through CFS myself. All of this combined with my passion for helping people and researching the nervous system is why I call myself a CFS coach, And also, I now have a load of testimonials to a credit to this. Here they are if you want to see them. I think it's important to know what the person you're entrusting with your healing is specialised in. And, you know, what, what knowledge they have, what experience they have. Because that gives you a huge indicator of if they are genuine or not. And when I mean genuine, I mean whether or not they're genuinely invested in, um, your recovery and your success. Next thing I would do or ask is, do you offer a guarantee? Not many do. And usually when programs don't offer some kind of guarantee, it's because they worry that you will ask for your money back, which indicates the service or the product might not actually be that good. So that is a good indicator of whether or not someone's got a guarantee. And finally, this is like probably my best bit of advice is kind of go with your instincts a bit. Like, do you feel like you know and trust the person running the program or the coaching? Do you feel connected? You should feel that you can be open and kind of vulnerable with a coach. Do you feel they have your best interest at heart? Do you feel seen and heard? Or do you just feel like a number? Have they taken a bit of time to get to know your situation before you've signed up? This stuff is usually quite a good indicator of whether it's like genuine and going to be a good decision or not. Right, back to what I was initially talking about. So that's kind of all the things to look for when you're determining, determining, is that word? Determining? Deciding um, if a program or course or coach is going to be a good investment or not. Back to um, common, another common reason why you may not see lasting improvements in your CFS. It's because you haven't changed your behaviours and toxic personality traits that led you to get CFS in the first place. Everyone tries to avoid this step because it's not all that comfortable and is not all that easy. It requires digging and being curious and confronting long-held beliefs that may even stem back to your childhood that might not be true and you've been living by them your whole life and admitting that and letting them go takes a bit of work 
and it, I mean it'll be worth it but this is kind of what I see most methods of healing are missing this is why you might see improvements for a little while but then inevitably you end up back in a flare-up or you know experiencing your symptoms again it's quite easy really to start implementing healing tactics and healthful routines but if you don't change the parts of you that led you to get burnt out the people pleasing lack of boundaries giving too much the overachieving etc you can do all the yoga the meditation the breath work that you want but it won't have a lasting effect you can't go back to the person you were before cfs you need to shed that version of you and become more aligned with valuing your health and protecting your energy and that looks like getting comfortable saying no and not having your self-worth riding on how quote-unquote perfect you are or how much you achieve working on that self-compassion and developing the ability to hear your body and listen to slash respect it this is an important stage of recovery and possibly why you haven't yet seen results from things that you've tried. The next reason that I have um, for you that recovery, why recovery can have worked is that you keep hopping around different methods or things and you don't really stick to anything long enough to see if it actually has an effect. So as an example, you get in a good routine of self-care, you get the basics right, i.e. you hydrate, you sleep well, you eat well for a few weeks and maybe feel a bit better. But then the old habits of um, burning yourself out, doing too much sets back in and you're back to square one. Or at least you feel like you're back to square one. Or perhaps you try doing the breath work, connecting to the present moment, walking in nature for a while, but then you just let these things kind of slide and you're again you're back to like where you were prior to doing that or even you hop around like different programs and different coaches I'm not really against that in the sense of I think there's always something new you can learn from a a different person and if you feel you need more support than what you're getting or like different support then obviously go seek it but you know if you're changing tax every few months it's a sign that you're not really committing to one singular thing, which could be just draining your energy even more. And this could be due to impatience. You know, you're not seeing results immediately, so you give up and change tack. It could be coming from a place of desperation and again, seeking external things to fix you when you're actually just avoiding doing the work that you know you need to do, which is confronting your toxic personality traits, etc. A common example, actually, where I see this is in supplements, always with the supplements. I'm trying X, Y and Z supplement every day. I've bought new supplements this week. And, you know, you might get a placebo effect for a while, but inevitably it will go and you'll feel the same, except maybe a bit more disappointed and frustrated. And I'm not just talking about the supplements you buy in the shop either, like, I know like IV drip therapies and stuff like that. Anyone who I've personally spoken to who's tried it has had some improvements, but then over time, it kind of the effect wears off, placebo or not, and they're back to where they were initially. Supplements are supplements. 
I don't mean to state the obvious, but sups are not replacements for the thing itself. That's why they're called supplements. Like, it's better to have an inclusive, balanced diet than just to take a load of vitamin supplements because you don't want to eat well or you don't like your veggies, right? Same with energy. We want to be able to produce and regulate our own energy, not just take supplements to try and create it. Because that is not sustainable. It's not natural and it doesn't work. I've actually never, I've never heard of anyone recovering from CFS because of a supplement, come to think of it. If that was the case, like, you know, as soon as you had this CFS diagnosis, a doctor would just say to you, okay, take the supplement and you'll be better. Supplements can be a nice addition. And if it gives you some temporary relief, then that can only be a good thing. Sometimes they're necessary. Like if you live, if you live in England, you probably take some vitamin D supplements throughout the year because we rarely get much sunshine, especially not this summer. But then again, you might not. But the thing to know with supplements is that they are not a fix. They are a temporary measure when you can't access whatever it is. And with CFS specifically, like it's very short lived, any improvements that you do see. But people still will spend a lot of energy trying new ones and hopping around. So the main take home from this is decide on a recovery method for you that you resonate with and stick to it. Which actually links to my final point for today, which is consistency. There is an element of CFS recovery and nervous system regulation that is time and consistent effort. Time on its own is not enough, but time and your recovery tactics, changing past behaviours and being more present will get you there. And that is making it sound quite simplified just for the sake of the podcast, but don't give up when you don't see the result you want immediately, yeah? Just like how I always say, anything worth having takes time and your health is definitely worth having. There are you know, honestly, there are potentially many other things as to why recovery hasn't worked for you yet, but these are just kind of my top few based on the common traits I see in people. So take this with a pinch of salt and apply it to your own circumstance. And if you don't resonate with any of them, then it could be something else. But I highly, highly doubt that it's because recovery isn't possible for you unless you have some other underlying medical issue that you've been told about. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. If you do get value from this podcast, I would love it if you could share, follow or review it simply so it can continue to grow and reach more people suffering with CFS. It'll take you less than a minute, but it could change someone else's life for the better.